Welcome to our show where we feature real life conversations with entrepreneurs around the world. I'm your host, Rebecca Palmer, and this is My Entre Life. Each week we will dive into topics that matter to you, the entrepreneur. This is your Entre Life too, so we explore all aspects of it, from health and personal development to growing your business globally. Visit myentrelife.com for info on past and future episodes. Hi, I'm going to cut that. (laughs) I'm Rebecca Palmer, and this is My Entre Life. Tonight, we have special guest, Jacques Jacques Berge. I'm completely screwing up that name. No, it's fine. And you are with Success Club Canada, based out of Mississauga, I hear. Correct, yes. So welcome. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about your background. I see that you've traveled, uh, uh, lived in the Cayman Islands, you've been in the military, you've traveled across the U.S. a couple times. So tell me about you. What are you about and uh, what was your life like before you started doing whatever you're doing now? Yeah, no problem. So first, I just want to acknowledge you for what you're up to. Uh, it's, It's an amazing it's, it's amazing when people like you take on leadership and stand for other people and just want to give them an opportunity to share their stories. And similar to you, I think um, one of the reasons we enjoy doing this is because we get to learn from other people and we also, as well as contributing to them. So I just, I just want to start with that acknowledgement. Okay. Thank you for this opportunity. And thank um, you as well for joining me and taking the time to share some of your story with us. I acknowledge that. Yeah, and listen, it's always good practice, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what's funny is um, I'm, not, I'm not so nervous now, but often when I speak, I get nervous, and I realize it's just energy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I get to choose what to do with that energy. So I'm always committed that whenever I speak to anyone, they're always left with something they've never had before. Uh-oh. So, we have a problem here. We have a battery that's going to go. So let me switch our yeah, no problem. phones. Can you still hear me? Yes. Perfect. Look at that. Seamlessly switching microphones mid-show <laughs> when the battery dies. Okay. But that's so, show business. The show must go on. It is. It really must go on. And unfortunately, it's one of those nights as an entrepreneur that sometimes things get a little out of control. Like I was telling you before we started, I sliced my finger right before we were supposed to meet and running around with my head cut off planning some events and stuff and that's part of our life that's the life of an entrepreneur the unexpected and that also shows your commitment yes yes okay so back to you tell me a little bit about your history okay thanks so how about this i'll just give you a little format that i that um we'll, we'll keep it simple so we all have a background a struggle a solution and a future so my background i'm um I grew up on a farm, southwestern Ontario, and uh, I'm a foster kid, so they're still my family today. Um, my struggle, so uh, when I was 12 years old, I had to walk away from my natural father. Uh, he had suffered post-traumatic stress disorder, he survived bombings in London and Warsaw, mm-hmm. and he, he was mentally and physically abusive, and it was just because of, you know, um, you know his, his background, his experience, and like I said, I grew up on a foster uh, sorry, on a farm, which is my foster family. 
And growing up, I never really trusted that my efforts would pay for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I was an athlete. Um, I attended uh, University of Windsor, philosophy and religion. And, but I, you know, I, I valued education, but I didn't do very well in school. And I didn't really choose a profession. I fell into bartending and I bartended for a long time and I traveled. And uh, then I decided it's time for me to grow up. And that's when I joined uh, the Navy. And that was a great opportunity. And I learned a lot about myself and I learned teamwork. I, I learned hard work growing up on a farm and I learned teamwork in the Canadian Armed Forces. Um, and then I realized I was too, I was entrepreneurial. Um, and um, I fell into a personal professional development company. So I sat down for three days and I got like all the dots in my life, in my life connected. And I got that I'm the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I took on their curriculum. I, um, I studied for six months in New York city. I did, I did an executive style leadership program and um, which was also like an apprenticeship program for this company. And then I went back and I started coaching. And I'm still coaching with them today. I coach the self-expression and leadership program with Landmark. Awesome. And um, I took a five-year break. And in that time, I also took on some other studies uh, with uh, NLP Canada and uh, mm -hmm. Clemmer Personal Mastery, um, HUNA, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Times, uh, Global Information Network. Just I've got a ton of mentors I study and follow. And uh, mm -hmm. I ask myself, what's the biggest thing that I can create that I can grow into that would serve other people and serve myself? And that's uh, Success Club Canada. So I, I lead mastermind teams. I've got a really cool life checklist. I've got a 90-day Think Big program. So it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yes. So what I want to know or what our listeners are want, going to want to know is what is NLP? We hear that term everywhere, but yeah, it's, tell it's, me what it means. It's really cool. So it's it's just it's neurolinguistic programming. There's a lot of different ways that it can be applied and used. Really, what I use it for is taking on the ability to really be with people, listen to them, and no problem. So yeah, NLP. It's neurolinguistic programming. It's really just here's the thing: we're, we were all born with amazing gifts. And what happens is as we grow older, we, those gifts become, I don't want to say we get numb to them, but just think about nature, think about animals, think about how they just know certain things. And innately, we all learn how to trust our, if we all learn how to trust our gut, you know, and your head, your heart, your gut, and just really knew that you had a sense of what your environment was. That's, that's a big part of NLP work. And it's, and it's about just being with other people. And, and there are a lot of exercises you can do with people. It's, it's, some people would say it's like defragging the brain or um, looking at barriers that we're not aware of and helping them create breakthroughs. So it's, it's pretty neat. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now tell me a little bit more. You've, you grew up on a farm. You mm. were not the best student, or at least not that interested in school. What were some of your, I guess, what were some of your aha moments? Like, what was it? <laughs> what was it that sort of told you, yeah, this is not quite right, but I need to do something else? Okay, so I think. So okay, uh, was so that really horrible lead in there? 
No, that's okay. So when I was 18, um, I had a really good scare. I uh, snapped a telephone pole in half, uh, racing a car. And uh, that I walked away. And um, that really shifted a lot of who I was at that time. And then the following summer, um, I was ejected from a vehicle. And I walked away. So after those two events, I really got, um, yeah, things shifted for me. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I wasn't so concerned about getting the career, the job, the, you know, I, I knew at that point that I really wanted to fulfill on things that were important to me. <laughs> and that's why I took on, you know, I created a bucket list. So I joke, I say I've lived my, you know, I fulfilled on my dreams and mm -hmm. I've lived my retirement. Now it's time for me to work and help other people fulfill on what's important to them. We all want, need, and desire things. Mm -hmm. And so I help people get clarity, bolster their belief, and then provide the support and the structure for them to fulfill. Yeah. Wonderful. I've actually created, well, not really created, but I have something called an unbucket list. Got it. Yes. So instead of creating a bucket list of things to do before I die, I just keep adding things to the unbucket list by saying yes to everything that comes. Oh, up. got it. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. So I've got it went a little bit differently because if I myself, if I have a bucket list, then that means that I'm expecting things to end at some point. And instead, I'm going to live forever. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, legacy. So, legacy is what I hear. Okay, exactly. great. Exactly. It will be a legacy. And that style of belief for me has led me to so many amazing adventures and even doing mm. things like uh, this podcast, being yeah. able to talk to people all over the world and really get down to their aha moments, finding out the truths and really being able to share that because it's one thing for us to sit there and say, yeah, I'm really successful doing this and I was broke once and I'm making millions of dollars now, but that's not the story. That's not mm. the journey and it's mm. the journey we really need to share. Oh, true. And Trust me, I still have dreams. I'm still working towards things. <laughs> so what is your BHAG, your big, oh, big goal? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that, I have, that I have a powerful team that helps me. Um, have you heard the story about Walt Disney? Yeah. And how many banks he had to go to. Do you know what the difference was? Do you know how he finally got the loan? I can't remember. Please okay. share. No problem. So basically bank 499. He walks in and they go, hey, Walt, how's it going? He goes, hey, Joe. They know, <laughs> they know each other. And uh, the, he created a vision with the banker because it was always about, I need money to make a movie. But the final, the final difference was he said, I need the money so I can make a movie so I can make more money so I can make more movies. So yes, there are things I want to bring into my life financially, but it also means that I have every intention of investing in myself to have more tools to help more people. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's kind of like the legacy that I'm living into. I'm, I'm, I've committed my life to service and I want to fulfill on that. 
for sure for sure yeah and it's so important uh what we need to remember when we are living lives of service is that we still have to live as well and i think that's one of the things that we struggle with the most when we have such an inane in desire to help others sure. we struggle with making sure we can take care of ourselves but the truth is we need to make enough money to support ourselves and to do more and i, I call it yeah we can't do stuff with no money we can't do stuff on our own so we need to be able to keep growing right. it's called filling your cup yes yeah so mm -hmm. as, a, as a cup overflows so basically fill your cup but then don't waste whatever's overflowing make sure you give it out to other people exactly yeah exactly yeah. and it all goes back as well to the whole circular economy theories mm -hmm. um, where we just we keep circulating the money the gifts the advice and circling it through everything in life. Um, it's the circle of life, much like the animals. We can also circle good and we yeah. can reciprocate and keep it going on. So yeah. I like to think of just how much impact it can have to give a single smile to someone else. Mm -hmm. And you smile at someone else, that impacts them. They smile at someone else and think of how it lifts up people's day. And it's all circular because it gets back to them. Very so, cool. We're still going off on a tangent here today. No, Can it's you okay. Tell it's nighttime. And, <laughs> and you got me present to something as well. That I, 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 so I have a new motto, and it's mm -hmm. Q1 in the sun. So I, I have a five-year plan. Not this, not this Q1, but going forward the next five years. Mm -hmm. Each quarter one, I'll be in a different continent. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So Asia, Africa, Europe, South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what would be your, I guess, uh, your most outrageous or exotic location that you would like to go? Come on, you got to well, have that clear yeah. for your big, hairy, audacious goals. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a part of me that um, I would like to uh, probably like Vietnam, Asia. Mm -hmm. um, when I, when I was younger, I, I spent a year in South Africa. I'd like to go back. Mm -hmm. and, and South Africa is beautiful. Yeah, see more, see more of that as an adult. And um, but you know, my next actually, what I'm most excited for is um, I read a book a long time ago, and it was basically you know one of the ways to experience a full life is to you know grow up in a small town, live in a big mm -hmm. town, live on the beach, and live on a mountain. Mm -hmm. So when I'm this fall, I'm probably going to be in Jasper or Kelowna. Okay. Yeah. And Wonderful. I want to write, write a book. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, and what's your book going to be about? Mm. Fiction, nonfiction. I'm going to, I'll give you the four concepts. Mm -hmm. And so basically create a simple plan, mm -hmm. take imperfect action, have the courage to be vulnerable and ask yourself what works, what doesn't work, what's missing, and then pivot based on best practice and tools, resources, skills. Yeah, so I'll say it again. So make a simple plan, take imperfect action, have the courage to review, and then pivot. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Sounds exactly like some of my own philosophies. Cool. Yes, so I love that. Now, the other thing I want to know a little bit about is 
what experiences in your life have really given you the extra knowledge or the extra drive? What has given you the best perspectives on life? Okay, so, wow, okay. Um, mm, I don't want to Oh, cry. yeah, we ask the hard question. Yeah, no, that's okay. So about three weeks ago, I lost my foster mother. I was introduced to her at the age, at a young age, and um, she's the woman who taught me what love is. Mm -hmm. And growing up, my father told me that my mother had passed when in fact she hadn't. Mm -hmm. So it was through a Red Cross family trace. My foster mom kept telling me, you know what? Well, not kept telling, but, but she, there was a point at which I had gone to Germany with a best friend and drove 5,000 kilometers through Europe in search of my mother. Mm -hmm. And when I came back, she said, um, you know, maybe contact Red Cross. I did. Within two weeks, I had a letter from my mom. Mm -hmm. So I, I met my natural birth mom at the age of like 33. Wow. Yeah. So that, would, that was a really neat experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, but my foster mom, she was 96. She just recently passed three weeks ago. So that was, that was really something. So I, I've lost my foster father. I've lost my natural father. And, so I'm blessed to have, mm -hmm. to have had all the, you know, all this love. And it's, it also, and I joke and I say, I go to more funerals and weddings these days, mm. you know? I'm so I'm really present. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just part of life, right? It is. It's just, it's just the way I'm, I'm 52 now. I just turned 52. So it's, it's just the way. So I'm, that's why my wish for people is that they have a complete life. Complete means no word left unsaid, no action not taken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question, but that's what I was present to. That's okay. Uh, we go <laughs> where we go on this show because okay, it's cool. all about our entre lives. Yeah. And those type of events have a huge impact on us. You've been on a yeah. few different journeys. Uh, you can mm -hmm. say you've been on the hero's journey. Yeah, yeah. And I still have, and I, like, I'm committed to being a hundred year old man who can feed himself and clean himself. Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. that's my health goal. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. now how have your experiences really shaped who you've become uh, with your, with your uh, biological father, uh, with your foster parents, with finding your mom? How did that shape you and your goals in life? <clears throat> I'm like totally throwing you. No, no, that's okay. So th this is what's really key. I don't yes. know. This, this is my wish for people. If you're watching this, I really want you to get this. I want you to get that your life is actually more interesting than the ones you watch on TV. Mm -hmm. And those 10 or 15 or 20 hours a week you spend watching TV, if you were to invest even 10 of those hours in getting to know your family and your neighbors and your community, your life would shift such that you wouldn't recognize who you were before. That's, that's sure. my invitation to people. So yeah. in, in answering your question, so if I'm ever to be judged, it's based on the relationships, like the friendships that I have. Because I invest in those people wholeheartedly. I'm there for my friends. I stand for, I stand for them because they stand for me. And, mm -hmm. and for, for that, I'm rich and blessed. And I, and I have wealth. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. And you're right about the TV. There's so many people who are just 
sitting on their couch watching life pass them by, watching opportunities mm-hmm. pass them by, and uh, looking at things with the grass being greener on the other side. But guess what? It's green on your side. You just need to take a chance and look. And there's nothing wrong with entertainment. Exactly. Like, so I joke and I say, what I'm in, in both of our businesses, this is what we're competing against. Mm-hmm. We're competing against sugar, mm-hmm. salt, and Netflix. Yes. People are addicted to sugar, to salt, and Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently the Bachelor and reality shows that are not oh. actually reality. <laughs> so, in fact, my daughter, I have an absolutely brilliant daughter, huge epidemic, does mm. t- tons of stuff. And it makes me really sad when I see she has a to-do list to catch up on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Why are you making this a goal in your life? Because it's agreement. It's agreement with the top five people that she hangs around with. Because it's mm-hmm. the conversations that they have. And not to say that, here's the, what's brilliant about it, entertainment TV is, mm-hmm. it's really well written. It yeah. really is. And it's well, you know, I'm a master spy and like uh, the CIA, and I've got my FBI training because, of course, I watch those shows, so I know everything. Need a police ing- investigator or crim- uh, crime specialist? Yeah, I'm yeah. your girl. I have all those knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> we we love stories. Yes, we're, yeah. we're wired that way. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I don't get me wrong. I don't ever want to make anybody wrong for enjoying some entertainment after a hard day's mm-hmm. work. I just, I have a challenge of when people have complaints in their life and they real, and they don't actually take responsibility for the amount of time they, they give mm-hmm. to, well, are, are you creating or are you consuming? Yes. Simple. Well, and I think both of you and I are definitely creators and yeah. that's why we look at things a little bit differently. Mm. Being a creator is important and yeah. sharing stories, telling our stories is so important because the more we can share our stories, and help change the mindset a little bit to have people looking not at the TV box, but looking mm-hmm. at real life happening around them, the better. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I give you a little structure? Of course. So I used to host uh, networking events and a motivational entrepreneurial mm-hmm. speaking uh, combination. And the structure I gave them was, so who are you? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Why do you do it? What's something you've overcome in your life that you learned something from? And they don't have to share their deepest, darkest. It's not about that. It's just, we all, they could have been shy growing up or they, you know, come from a single family home mm-hmm. or whatever that challenge was. And then how do they save people time, money, and grief? Mm-hmm. What are they creating as their future? And what do they see for the community that they live in? Sounds so, a lot like what our questions usually are on my own. Oh, entree. got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. We often go through a lot of those same topics because that's what's so important for everyone to hear okay my apology I'm so sorry. now it's your turn to answer some of those questions oh god okay so, <laughs> so, so who i am my name is jacques Birch. okay i'm a coach a connector a creator i love to you know i'm trying to see people bigger than they see themselves okay i love to bring people and resources together and um you know when you think you know i okay so when I say create, I just mean think of an artist that creates a painting or an athlete that creates a play. I love to help people create futures they're touch moved inspired to live into. That's just me. But um, and why do I do it? Because I've lived a blessed life. I, I mean, like I said, I've had 
strangers love me and that's what allows me to love strangers um and then uh sorry so who are you what do you do why do you do it? oh it's something i've overcome i mentioned to you but my father suffered post-traumatic stress disorder those two car accidents um i've had a bankruptcy in my life i've i've made i've failed hard failed fast and failed often mm-hmm. so, and i've learned from all those things so that's actually what allowed me to create an amazing life checklist i go through with people dot your i's cross your t's my wish is that someone's lack of planning is never your emergency perfect and um so i help people save time money grief um and then um what i see is my future uh i'm really excited for my future yeah because it's 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 just a ton of fun I'm, i'm committed to having a big life um and and um yeah so the well here's the thing and um I don't have a, so much of a home community right now. Um, that's the beauty of being on online. And I do want to be, I do have, like I said, some travels ahead of me. So I really just want to be able to, your, your vibe is your tribe, just like with you, Rebecca. Okay. You, you know, you, this beautiful entre launch. Okay. You're creating tribe and I want to be part of your tribe. I want to support you however I can. And I'm going to share this on my Facebook, okay, or wherever I can. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's all we can do is is uh, be a model for other people and and to support them. For sure. So, what advice would you give to your younger self if you had to go back? Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Um, what what advice would you give your younger self other than make sure to wear a seatbelt and don't wrap your car around a post? Got it. So uh, there's an exercise I do with people. So what's a conversation you'd have with yourself when you were 12? Mm-hmm. And then what's a conversation you'd have with yourself 10 years from the future? Mm-hmm. So to my 12 year old self, um, well, what I going back, I'd say find a model, a mentor, find a system, find someone who's done what you want to do. Also, one of the biggest reasons why we don't take action is because we want to know what it looks like. Because we have this fear of looking bad. So allow yourself to just make those mistakes. Learn from them. And I I played pretty safe growing up until Mm -hmm. I got those two big (laughs) wake-ups. Yes. So that's what I'd say. Yeah. And to my future self, stick it out. It's amazing here. It's amazing here. Stick it out. Put your nose down. Do the work. And you're so going to enjoy this. And I'm enjoying the process. Awesome. Awesome. Before we go, I have another question for you. Another really big thinking question. Uh Uh-oh. I want to know, five years from now, what your perfect day is going to look like. Oh, pretty cool. Awesome. Oh, well, okay, great. So, uh, um, I'm going to watch the sunrise. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to have a workout. I'm going to come back, um, have breakfast with my beautiful wife who's yet to be determined. I'm (laughs) available ladies. (laughs) I'm going to, uh, you know what, we'll have, I'll have a team meeting, like a, like a Zoom team meeting with everybody to see where we're at. And then, um, you know, support all those people. And then I'm going to go out to lunch with uh, potential friends or clients. And then I'm going to spend the afternoon either 
you know, uh, with family, friends, the dog, going for a walk, I'm going to live somewhere. I'm committed to living in an environment where I'm gently nudged to move my body every day, okay, to enjoy mm -hmm. the outdoors. And then evening is going to be, well, late afternoon will be another check-in, you know, a couple, some coaching calls, supporting mm -hmm. people, making sure every, you know, all the I's are dot, dotted, T's are crossed. And then it's going to be having some amazing people over for a dinner. And then uh, when they go home, um, slow dance with my wife, watch the sun go down or the moon come up, and um, give thanks for that day. Wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, You're thanks. really able to see your vision. And I encourage you to also look at how you can taste, hear, and smell your vision as well. And you uh, forgot. Really and get that deep into your mind. See, that's NLP. Yes, exactly. But you can add one more to that. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. That is good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Because so, we want you to get yeah. deep into your vision. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this has been an amazing talk. Yeah, uh, we you. normally don't record at night, so it has been interesting where my late-minded uh, brain, okay, I don't have a late-minded brain, I'm just <laughs> rambling now. Anyways, apparently I ramble at night, so this is my entre life, so this is what you get. But thank you very much for joining us, Jock. Thank you, Rebecca. Jock. You're amazing. Don't stop. Keep this going. However I can assist you, support you, please consider me a friend and a resource. Yeah. Awesome. I am not going to stop. Uh, and we are going to keep sharing stories. One more thing before we let you go. And thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. But tell me, what superhero <laughs> do you find would be your spirit superhero? Is that what I'd call it? Your spirit superhero? Um, you know, growing up, um it was probably would have been the flash mm -hmm. but um today i'm a big fan of the aquaman yeah 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 he's he's done he's done dc uh comics prod yeah wonderful wonderful i find that with the upcoming uh, coming marvel movies and everything else it's just so interesting to see how we relate to things uh, when we look back uh what superheroes what TV shows, what TV characters had impacts on us and how do we identify with them? And for you, have you shared yours? Oh, I think I'm going to go with Captain Marvel. Oh, awesome. Yes, yes. Very cool. Because I am a superwoman who is going to take on any challenge, who is not afraid to buck convention and be flying those planes way before females were allowed to fly. And I'm damn well going to rule the world in protecting them from anything bad and evil out there. Not a girl. Perfect. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to delegate tasks to the Avengers and come back <laughs> only when they really need me. <laughs> Beautiful. Because you have to delegate as an entrepreneur. We do things so often and we forget we have other things that we need to take care of. And look at Carol Danvers. She delegated the whole protection of the universe to mm. the yet to be named Avengers. She made sure that other people could also step in and fill her role. And that's what we need to do as leaders and as humans and as entrepreneurs. We need to 
put trust and our faith in other people that things will be okay. <laughs> so awesome. I think that is it for tonight. Yeah, thank, thank you, you. Jacques Berge. Rebecca Palmer. Hey, I hope that's I getting you. closer. I hope I pronounced the name of your business correctly. Entrelaunch? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Entrelaunch is my business for anyone listening. And we are launching the next generation of entrepreneurs. And in my entre life, what we're doing is we are showcasing real conversations with real entrepreneurs. And we are really looking to get the stories because we know the most important thing we can do is be relatable to each other and really be able to share that nitty gritty to share our journeys because we all have journeys that are similar to others. And when we can see ourselves in that same journey, it makes a world of difference. When's your next event? My event that's coming up is getting the ring on uh, April 4th. It's a pitch competition inside a boxing ring. Cool. Yes, yes. So it's a little bit different, a little bit unusual, very creative, and it's a global competition because very cool. we feel so strongly about creating those global relationships. So that's our next event. And if anybody wants to catch up in the next episode of My Entre Life, we usually release them on Wednesdays, unless we're doing a special week where we're giving you extra episodes, like International Women's Day week. Very cool. Yes. Well, thank you for being with us tonight. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Keep smiling. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of My Entre Life, where we hear real stories from real entrepreneurs telling you about their entre life. I'm your host, Rebecca Palmer of Entre Launch, and you can find us at entrelaunch.org on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. That's all for now. We'll see you next time.